Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 6th of April. Today, we're talking kidnapped leg spinners, millionaire ball boys, and finally, some good news for the Brisbane Broncos. But first... The Indian Premier League is already in a holding pattern off the back of the COVID-19 pandemic, and now Cricket Australia is stepping up to bring home the Aussies involved in the IPL. Uh, what we're uh, working to do and what the BCCI are working to do, and they've been incredibly cooperative, is move the uh, entire cohort uh, out of India, uh, so where they will then wait until it's... Uh, it's possible to return to Australia. Cricket Australia interim CEO Nick Hockley yesterday confirming that there is a plan in place to get our boys out, but the borders are closed. So where will they go? BCCI has been working on a range of options. Uh, That's now narrowed down to uh, the Maldives and Sri Lanka. With year-round temperatures that seldom drop below 25 degrees Celsius, the Maldives are always a warm holiday destination. And if the Twitter activity of Aussie commentator and former test opener Michael Slater is anything to go by, the Maldives also has excellent Wi-Fi. What's Wi-Fi? Wireless interlinking. A digital device? Yeah. Slater, who escaped India for the Maldives earlier this week, has fired off another Twitter spray aimed fairly and squarely at Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Among other things, Slater invited ScoMo to hop on his private jet and come and witness the dead bodies on the street and finished by challenging the PM to a debate any time. I don't want to have a structured debate. It's an idiotic way to decide something. Kids are running all right, straight out of Brisbane. It looks like another defaction out of the Brisbane Broncos. Xavier Coates, the Origin debutant last year and one of the superstars of the game, is set to sign a two-year deal at the Melbourne Storm. Ben Dobbin on Triple M's Rush Hour Queensland are reporting the news that yet another young talent is headed for the doors at Red Hill, with 20-year-old winger Xavier Coates set to make the move south to join the Storm. Coates' departure will be the third local young talent that's left the club this season, following 18-year-old Reese Walsh's move to the Warriors and 20-year-old Tom Dearden signing with the Cowboys for next season. But there is some good news for the Bronx. Katoni Staggs will remain a Brisbane Bronco for the next four years. My understanding is it will be a $700,000 a year deal that will see Staggs remain a Brisbane Bronco. A huge shot in the arm for Kevin Walters and his recruitment and retention committee to keep a man that was highly sought after. On Sunday, it was AFL fans who were turned away from the Western Derby between Fremantle and West Coast. And last night, it was A-League supporters who had to miss out on seeing the table-topping Melbourne City take on Perth Glory as the Western Australian Government continues to manage their latest COVID outbreak. Of course, all of this is after three cases of COVID-19 were recorded in Perth on Saturday, stemming from a security guard who was infected with the virus while working at the Pan Pacific Hotel. But the COVID restrictions presented Perth Glory's millionaire owner, Tony Sage, with a conundrum. Sage hasn't missed a home game in 14 years. But despite being the owner and chairman of the club, Sage still wasn't able to attend due to the COVID shutout. But Tony found a loophole. It's ball boys, not ball men. Yes, Tony Sage, millionaire businessman and club owner, was a ball boy. In fact, he told the Western Australian newspaper that he kicked out a ball boy that was meant to work the game so that he could take his place. For real? Yeah. Damn! 
Yep, you don't get rich by playing nice. But in the end, the joke was on Sage. Full-time, HBF Park, Perth Glory 1, Melbourne City 3. Melbourne City prevailed and extended their lead at the top of the A-League ladder, while Tony Sage is probably off taking over some poor kid's lemonade stand somewhere. And of all the weird and wacky news we brought you on the scorecard in its short but distinguished history, the next story might be number one with a bullet. Four men have been arrested over the alleged kidnapping of former Australian Test cricketer Stuart McGill. I know, I didn't believe it either. In fact, can we just double-check that story, please? New South Wales police have arrested four people after former Test cricketer Stuart McGill was kidnapped and held for ransom. What is going on? Why is someone kidnapping leg spinners? And not even the best one. Stuart McGill, taken to a police station, told the four men accused of abducting him at gunpoint had been arrested in raids across Sydney. I shot one! Open the door! Police allege the 50-year-old was confronted by a man near his home. Two others then approached, forcing him into a car. He was then driven 60 kilometres away to a house in Brinjelli. After being held there for an hour, he was taken on a 40-minute trip to Belmore and dumped. Okay, this is something straight out of a Guy Ritchie film. If you hold back anything, I'll kill you. If you bend the truth, or I think you're bending the truth, I'll kill you. It is quite serious, though. And while the incident occurred three weeks ago, McGill didn't report it till six days afterwards, fearing what would happen if he reported the event to police. Given that McGill spent most of his career being kept in the shadows by Shane Warne, my biggest fear now is that something even worse might happen to Warney that would bump McGill's story off the front page. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Thursday the 6th of May. Don't forget to give The Scorecard a follow on Instagram at The Scorecard AU and leave us a rating and a review. It's the best way you can support the podcast. I'm Liam Flanagan. We'll see you tomorrow for another Fast Fun Hit of Sport. Listener.